The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Coffee and Cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Hey, back with you on Hale Varsity Radio. It's Coffee and Cream. Do you have car trouble or are in need of an auto repair or anything like that? You need to head over to Dingman's Collision Center. They've been in the business for over 25 years in Omaha. DBs used them before. I know I'll end up hitting something and have to go to Dingman's at some point. They are family-owned, family-run local business. They invest in the latest technology to stay up to date with the ever-evolving technology of what cars are today. Worked on all makes and models from Fords to Teslas. Four locations throughout the metro area along with a standalone mechanical shop at 120th and Maple. They were voted first place Best of Omaha for 18 years running. If you need some help, go to Digman's Collisions Center. They can hook you up. And I know for me, if we're talking in a figurative sense, I got a little dinged up last night sports betting. Oh. I did have something that <laughs> saved my night. <laughs> But now I can get exact plays, exact W's, because we're talking to Brian Edwards. What's up, Brian? What's going on, guys? Good it's great to hear from good, you. Good, at good morning, B. B. Edwards on Twitter. And uh, you have some options for Super Wild Card Weekend, and it's a super weekend because we're making some money, hopefully. Right, Brian? Correct. Um, <laughs> I, you, you know, I think we can uh, – we can bet the Niners, I think, really any way that you want. My, my favorite way to bet the 49ers this week is uh, their team total, their team total over 13 and a half in the first half, which has gone uh, six and two in their last eight games. By halftime, they've had 21, 14, 14 again, 28, 17, and 17 again. The two outliers were seven and 10, but Against Seattle at home earlier this year, they were up twenty to nothing at halftime, and when they played at Seattle on a short week, they were up fourteen to three at halftime. So I'm not against the Niners in the first half, um, and I'm certainly not against them for the game as well. Um, I've got a little on them in the game, and uh, I've got more on the team total over thirteen and a half in the first half. But I think their team total for the game will go over as well which is in that 25-26 range. So, um, yeah. B, a lot of – even Minnesota fans aren't loving this Minnesota team, and maybe that's just the Minnesota yeah. Vikings fan nature. Uh, but laying just a key number against the Giants, and I think Dable is definitely in the top three discussion for coach of the year, and the Giants have way maximized. But just three, yeah. who do you trust? Daniel Jones locker or you like that, huh? Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I, I, I'm going with Minnesota here, but you, I mean, you're right. Dayball's done a great job. Uh, Jones has had a good year. He deserves to get re-signed. Uh, and, and, and kudos to the Giants uh, for a good season. 
But, you know, a lot of people have doubted Minnesota all year, called them a fraud, et cetera. They've been really good to me. I've bet them, especially at home, a bunch of times. So they're 8-1 straight up at home. Uh, the only loss being to Dallas, that nightmare game they had the week after they got the upset win at Buffalo. Um, and in their eight home wins, they've won all of them by at least three. They won their first six by four or more. Their last two have been by three each, but that would be fine. That would be a push. Um, you know, they only won by three to the Giants uh, on December 15th. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Minnesota minus three. By the way, Cousins lit them up 34 of 48, 299 yards, three touchdowns without a pick in that first meeting against the G-Men. But I also like the over as well, uh, which is 48. Uh, the over's on a 5-2-1 and one run for the Giants in their last eight games. All of those combined scores on the five overs got to 48 uh, minimum. And the over is on a 6-1 and one run for the Vikings, who are next to last, number 31 in the NFL in total defense and pass defense. So I'm going to go over 48 in Minnesota minus three. But let me be clear for money management purposes, both of those plays – are smaller than my plays on the Niners and on the Bengals, which we can discuss next. Yeah, you know, we'll get into that right now because we just got done talking to Mike Tanier, and he said that if Tyler Huntley plays, he could see the Ravens winning this game. Like, there is a possible scenario in his head, but obviously you don't think so because you're taking the Bengals minus seven. Well, the line has moved to eight or eight and a half since like mid late yesterday afternoon when Lamar Jackson didn't play and it, it seems almost I mean I know he hadn't been officially ruled out but it seems highly unlikely that he'll play so I bet it at six and a half and seven um but it, I don't recommend it at eight or eight and a half I, I have too much respect for the Ravens but I do think it you know if you didn't get it at six and a half or seven I think you're okay doing a teaser or a money line parlay with the 49ers um, yeah, I think the Bengals are automatic in a teaser. Um, they've won eight in a row, seven zero and one against the spread. Um, I've got them at eleven to one to win the Super Bowl. Even with these O line injuries, I still think they're going to win the Super Bowl. And I'm not against playing them if you can get nine to one. And I think most folks are at nine to one right now. Um, I just don't see anybody stopping Joe Burrow. And although I do respect the Ravens. Um, I don't see them pulling the upset. I think the Bengals win by at least seven. So did you get that play in before the line moved, or did you buy points? Oh, yeah. I, I, I got some uh, at six uh, early in the week and some at six and a half. And yesterday I got a little more uh, yesterday morning at seven, just anticipating that Lamar Jackson wouldn't practice and the line would move above seven like it did. Um, I'm actually coming back with a small amount of uh, the Ravens plus eight and a half. Just a baby play, just quasi hedge, hoping the Bengals win by seven. But I, I mean, I'll be fine if they win by three touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you would. B, is there a is there a, a dog of three or more that you like that you'd grab a taste of the money line? I I, know, I have a feeling you're going to say Tampa. <sighs> you know, I, I uh, is that one Monday night? That's the yeah, that's game, the sixteenth. Yep. Yeah, I'm just going to let see, see where my chips fall on my bigger bets for the weekend before I decide anything on that one. Maybe the, um, you, I know you like the – works with both teams. Yeah. You know, da Dallas is really struggling, and uh, Tampa Bay has been bad all year. They've been a little better here the last couple of weeks. But, um, 
I don't trust either team is my point. Most likely to pull the upset at home, Jacksonville or Tampa? Oh, I got to go with Tampa there. Brady, Mike Evans, uh, pretty solid defense. Uh, yeah, I got to go Tampa there. I don't trust the Jags at all. Um, You've made a lot of money on them over the years. They played good for two months. <laughs> Isn't do you have to, have you had to change your course of thought because you had the great nickname for Jacksonville? They made you a ton right. of money over the last few years. Have you had to kind of change course? Yeah, I haven't been fading the Jags as much uh, this year. I had a big bet on the Ravens when the Ravens blew that big lead in Jacksonville, and uh, I haven't. I don't know that I've faded them since then. My man. Hey, Brian, let's change gears here to basketball. Let's look at the NBA uh, tonight in particular. Um, you have the Thunder 76ers, which is a game that's on your radar. The Thunder, of course, coming off of a loss where a team scored 40 free throws on them, which was insane the other night. Um, but they are a high-scoring team. So in this game, do you like the over again? Yeah, I'm going to go over on OKC Philadelphia. It's up to 233. I got it at 231. But I'm good with it up to probably 234, maybe even 235. The over's hitting five straight for OKC. The over's hitting five straight for Philadelphia. And it's on a 14-4 and four run uh, in the Sixers' last 18 since December 2nd. And their last four combined scores have been 263, 234, 238, 255. Got Joel Embiid back the other night, and he had a big game. I think this one flies over. Mm. I got buddies going to the Bulls-Warriors game in Chicago this weekend, and with no DeMar DeRozan, uh, do you think uh, betting the Bulls is a good idea because that's what they're still leaning, <laughs> despite DeMar possibly being out? Well, Golden State's been so horrible on the road, and even though they're now healthy, they didn't look very good the other night and losing to that short-handed Phoenix team. So if the Bulls are getting points uh, and everybody else is healthy, yeah, I, w I wouldn't be against uh, the Bulls as home dogs if they're, if they're dogs. There you have it. Thanks, B. Brian Edwards, thanks so much. We'll talk again soon. All right, gentlemen, thanks for having me. Y'all have a great weekend. You hey, too. you too, and hopefully we win some money, and uh, you guys out there win some money too, courtesy of at Vegas B. Edwards on Twitter. Um, out of all of those plays that you heard, do you, do you love one of your own more than Edwards here on Super Wild Card Weekend? I, I, I kind of like the Giants, even though. Really? Yeah, because it's too easy to take Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Key number at home. Um, I kind of like I kind of like the Giants, but they could either fall I mean, flat just on their face offensively. Or their defense could help lead them to a win. And it's weird because Minnesota would be – is it obviously it's my NFC dark horse, right? Just like the Chargers right. are my AFC dark horse. And I mean true dark horse because not a lot of people like either team. But uh, I just don't like – it's one of those things where when I saw the number, I was like, gosh, that's kind of weird. It's too easy to take the team that's clearly has the better record that wins close games. It's only – it's only a key number. I don't know. Kind of has has a little bit of Giants written all over it. Your Jaguars Chargers game has a lot of juiciness to it, and I say yours because you've been high on the Chargers since like week eight. Yeah, the number doesn't seem right. Two and a half. You know, uh, tricky. That's why it's always good to be a spectator. I love being a spectator, but 
more times than not. Like, I was a spectator for the national championship game, uh, and I loved it because I didn't have to worry about yeah. anything. Like, I saw touchdowns go. I saw um, – You just were worried about the difference wow. between 73 and TCU. 72. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Still expecting that breakfast. <laughs> Not going to yeah, let you yeah. go on that. Oh, yeah. It's shoot. coming. Shoot. It's coming. Hey, and you know what else is coming? More from us. Go to Herd at Sports. Find Morning Dump. That's where we'll be next. But for Coffee and Cream, we'll see you tomorrow.